welcome to the Five Oceans Podcast with hosts Mark Campbell and Chris Gervais from Five Oceans Advisors, a fee-only financial advisory firm serving Gen X and Gen Y founders and C-suite entrepreneurs. Mark and Chris share the core beliefs that traditional wealth management is now a commodity and that clients deserve more from their financial advisors. As founders and entrepreneurs themselves, Mark and Chris have developed a new model for wealth management called Life Strategy, a proprietary system designed to teach clients how to connect the dots between money and happiness with the ultimate goal of empowering them to be whom they want to be in the world. Now, onto the show. Hello, I am Mark Campbell here with my co-host Chris Gearbase. We are partners at Five Oceans Advisors. And uh, today we're going to be picking up from our last episode where we talked about our professional backgrounds and how we decided to join forces at Five Oceans. Uh, Today's episode is exclusively focused on who we serve and how we serve them. Uh, So to that end, uh, Chris, do you want to Talk a little bit about who our ideal client is. Absolutely, I'm feeling I'm feeling good today, so I feel like this. By the is way, a, did did I jump in too quickly? Do it? Were we supposed to loosen each other up a little bit? Or are we okay? I mean, straight to business. I guess that's that's one way to do it. I'm I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So, who are our clients, and what the heck do we do for them? Those are two good questions for us to answer. Um, very straightforward. Our clients are Gen X and Gen Y founders and C-suite entrepreneurs. So our clients tend to be, I suppose, for compared to what you might think of the traditional wealth management firm, a little bit on the younger side, if you will, 30s, 40s, 50s, uh, basically covered by Gen X and Gen Y. They tend to be very growth mindset. Um, these founders and C-suite entrepreneurs, they want to make the world a better place, both with their businesses and outside of their businesses. Um, so typically their businesses are making a nice positive impact on, on the world in one way or another. Um, our ideal clients, they place a high value on the importance of, of relationships. So all relationships in their life, be it family, friends, et cetera. And I think a really big differentiator for our clients is that they're, they they are optimizers, but they're looking to optimize in all areas of their life. So we talked in the last episode about your personal five oceans being career, finances, relationships, health, and fun. And our clients are mindful and conscientious of all of those areas. So obviously we're a wealth management firm, but um, those other areas of life are on their mind. So it, the way that you set it up, it sounds almost like an evolution beyond what people would think of as traditional wealth management, right? In terms of the client's mindset about what we're doing for them, it's elevated beyond just dollars and cents. I think we, you and I and other members of our team resonate with folks like that. And I think those types of folks resonate with us as a firm. So I think that's exactly right. And from a from a I should also mention from a specific sophisticated wealth management uh aspect they typically also have either built or are building a significant illiquid asset that mm-hmm. of course that of course brings on a lot of very specific planning opportunities and um that's something that's shared similarly across uh across the types of clients that that we work with yeah 
by the way, for anybody listening, we do have uh, client testimonials on our website. So if you want to get a sense of, you know, the types of folks that we're working with and their feedback on the process, that's probably the easiest way to do it. And that's at fiveoceansadvisors.com. Um, you know, you know you said, what I, yeah, go ahead. What, yeah. Sorry, sorry to cut you off there, but I think it would be cool to talk about, cause I, I think about this in, um, in doing self-reflection fairly frequently, like how the heck did, did I get here? We, we talked a lot about yeah. that in our last episode, <laughs> but how did we end up working with these types of clients like Gen yep. X and Gen Y founders and C-suite entrepreneurs? Like, how does that happen? I can tell you that I didn't set out um, and would love for you to share your experience too, Mark, but I didn't set out thinking, okay, these are the exact type of people I want to work with. It was more of a function of, you know, starting my business in Santa Monica, California, when I was 33 years old, I ended up I think naturally, organically being drawn to, and and also vice versa, clients who were young, who were very entrepreneurial, had businesses. Um, a lot of those businesses were, were fairly small. A lot of those businesses became really, really big businesses. And on the way, as their businesses grew, my planning expertise had to evolve. I just learned on the fly. And, and, right. and after years of working with these people, I realized, wow, I, I know... I know kind of a lot about pre-liquidity estate planning and tax planning yeah. and, and uh, you know, how to invest around an illiquid asset. And so it happened organically. And I really, I love that because these are the people that I love working with. I think you and I fancy ourselves as Gen X, Gen Y founder entrepreneurs. That's exactly yeah. what we are. And I think it's, I think it's special, but that that's how it happens. Yeah. 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 And, and, for me, just to add on to that, I think the having been in entrepreneurial environments, having felt the weight of fundraising and trying to build something and get it to the next step, having existed in that mindset for years of my life, I found gave a particularly strong insight into the experiences that our clients are having, right? And, and, in particular, this concept that we talk about a lot of psychological runway. What is the entrepreneur's psychological runway as it relates to their overall financial picture, right? How much runway do they have before their financial situation totally gets in the way from making the best business decisions, the best life decisions, et cetera? And so you and I, having both been exposed to those experiences ourselves, and then the ability to really help people connect the dots between their entrepreneurial path, their endeavors towards fulfillment, happiness, etc. Connecting those dots is where a lot of the value that we provide is. Of course, at the level, you know, you and I are both certified exit planning advisors. So, the, the nuts and bolts know-how of what needs to happen to get from here to exit exists. But none of that is really valuable if it's not looked at through the lens of the broader context. The broader context being who the heck and what the heck do I want to be in the world? And that's Absolutely. an ever-evolving conversation and it's a nuanced conversation and it's not just a financial conversation. The cool part about that too is I was reading a um, uh, sort of a modern day philosopher, a blog that uh, he wrote the other day, and one of his advice. Peanuts. Yeah, peanuts? yeah. 
Yeah, that's the one. You got yeah, it. Guess, um, guess who's the uh, Gen Xer <laughs> of the two of us? A peanuts reference. That's right. I know peanuts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, one of his, you know, main advice about life that you know, if you could go back when he was young, tell all young people, it's that you actually never figure out who you want to be when you grow up. And, <laughs> right. that, and I, I think that's so true. And I mean, it's also why the type of planning we do is an ongoing, forever process, not a one-time thing. But yeah. Yeah, that's right. Thinking about life in, in the context of different chapters, different seasons. What are your needs now? What are they going to be in the future? All of that stuff. Again, it's very nuanced. It's beyond just the basics. There's some A drum that you and I like to beat that the traditional wealth management model is really now a commodity. You know, investment management, financial planning, very critical components, very critical. But and while they're necessary, they're not sufficient, you know? So it's it's how do we, again, connect the dots between all of that and really what those types of clients that we really resonate with, uh, founders and C-suite entrepreneurs, how do we help them do that? So, and I guess that, that kind of leads to the next area that we wanted to talk about, which is how do we do that? A lot of, uh, a lot of financial advisors, talk to the idea of, well, we talk to people about life goals and this sort of thing. But what we learned is that that's, that's really not the case at a at the level of having a system and a process and a clear way of getting from talking about goals and priorities to a strong financial plan. Exactly. And so, so what is it that makes us different? And so you mentioned process. And the first thing that I'll say is our five oceans process. And uh, what's funny <laughs> about processes in, in uh, I think the financial planning world is for a long time, I mean, in my career, I've, I've heard many times, um, package your process and trademark it. And this, this would be like advice from consultants. Right. And, it, and, and so, and, and so everyone's process was um, discover, you know, have a discovery meeting and then um, and then analyze and then deliver the results. And uh, it's basically the CFP process, right? Every, and everyone's process was exactly the same. They would just call it whatever their firm's name is. And that's the way, like the Five Oceans way, for example. At the end of the day, none of them were differentiated. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not a hater on uh, on other um, financial planning firms doing really good work in the world. Many of those folks in those firms, I think, are amazing. But still, nonetheless, left with a feeling of, are, are we really differentiated? And so right. I am going to talk about the five oceans process, um, but without fear that it's it's like everyone else's process. So the first step in the five oceans process for, for our clients um, is to opt into the what is enough mindset. Opt into the what is enough mindset. So what does that mean? Well, you two overarching mindset, mindsets. One is I want to have as much as I can or build as much wealth as I can. And I think typically most folks kind of naturally human behavior fall into that mindset. I don't know. Let's grow it as big as possible type of thing. The problem with that is that as much as I can or as much as possible, it's not quantifiable. And because it's not quantifiable, it's not achievable. So when you're left with your your mindset is something that's you know having goals that are not achievable, the impact on your overall happiness is negative. And, and if your mindset is build as much wealth as I possibly can, typically your, your decisions are going to be driven. The internal source of those decisions are going to be your ego. And really our 
what is enough mindset that that our clients opt into as step number one in the five oceans process is is I want to have enough. And what is enough? Well, the good news is, is that enough, it turns out, is actually quantifiable. And because it's quantifiable, it is achievable. And because it's achievable, the impact on your happiness is positive. And typically, if um, if your mindset is I want to have enough, knowing what enough is, and that is the and that is the mindset, your decisions are going to be driven more from a place of of your soul. And we think that these are our our people are the folks that opt into the what is enough mindset, and that is step number one and, in the five oceans process. Yeah, and and I I like how you laid that out, and I think that the thing that we like to add is. Well, two things. Number one is we recognize, you know, we're human beings too. this concept of being driven towards as much as I can. That's in us. And we're not uh, puritanical about this. We recognize we all sometimes maybe oscillate back and forth between what is enough and I want as much as I can. That's life. That's reality. Our role is to continue to advocate for the benefits of the what is enough mindset. Right. And and that has to be the prevailing winds, if you will, of the relationship, that that's what we're, we're gearing towards. And then the second piece is trying to amass as many resources and assets uh, and wealth as you can, while is, you know, it can be a, a goal. Answering the question, what is enough, forces people to think about even answering that question. Right. Like, how do I what is that? I don't know what's enough. Well, what do you want your life to be like? Well, I want this kind of house. I want my kids to have this kind of Okay. And what triggers happiness in your life? Well, I haven't really thought about that. Well, it's spending time with my friends and my relationships. It's maybe I want an art studio someday. That's an aspirational. It gets very specific. And you know what? All of those specific items, they have a price tag to them. And all of those price tags together can be rolled into a financial plan and things can be prioritized and decisions can be made. And, and really this, what is enough is just, it's a mirror. It's a mirror to the reality of our situation, what we truly want. So we're getting deeper on that. And it's just holding us accountable to saying, okay, what we want is realistic and we're going to go for it. Or what we want is not realistic and something's got to give. And all of that's fine, right? That's that's life. So didn't want to belabor it, but I do think that, you know, there's so much nuance in just looking at things through the what is enough mindset. It's pretty important. And I think that um one of the values that that advisors provide are are serving as an as an anchor, a grounding force and bringing back and bringing our, right. our clients back to what is enough. That's right. We we don't have the answer for what it is for them. It's not our job, but we're the mirror to reflect. Uh, directionally, are they moving towards what we've heard them say over the past three, five, 10, 50 years? And we can help them quantify it, which is important. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about step two in the five oceans process. Extremely exciting for us. And Mark, why don't you take it away? Sure. So step two is, uh, as again, we've talked about this concept of life strategy a few times, may sound nebulous. The more you'll hear it from us, the more um, understandable it will be. But step two is very clearly develop your life strategy. Um, what does that really mean? Well, as we mentioned and earlier today, this idea of your personal five oceans. So we talk to all of our clients 
through the lens of breaking your life into five distinct areas, okay? Career, finances, health, relationships, fun. That's the framework. We know that, you know, if people are thinking through those discrete components of their life, you're going to cover all aspects of it. Maybe there's overlap. That's fine. The point is, when you get people talking about all of those various aspects of their life and coming up with meaningful priorities and having a way to quantify their fulfillment across those areas, which is something that we do on a regular basis with clients, that is how we start to... um, extract a more clear picture over time of what is enough and where are you wanting to head in your life. And so we've built a process and we actually have a role that's unique completely to Five Oceans Advisors, does not exist anywhere else. It's called a life strategist. And this is somebody besides your financial advisor who you are meeting with twice a year at a minimum to, again, discuss clear priorities and quantify energy and resource allocation towards those priorities. And we provide the accountability to move towards that. So you've also, you've got all of those components coming together to help clients create that picture and move towards it in a way that is going to, again, over time, nudge them towards greater alignment between what they say they want, they want to be in the world and who they actually are in the world. Love it. Love it. And in addition to meeting with your life strategist, our clients also get to participate in quarterly life strategy workshops. And um, and we continue and look forward to developing more and more of our life strategy offering because we, we just think that that is so important. And also important to know, Mark, who is our life strategist at Five Motions? <laughs> Good question. So my wife, uh, Allison Campbell, Allie, to all of us, is our life strategist. And she has a very unique background. She, uh, well, I met her at, at UCLA, uh, the UCLA Anderson School of Business, where we were studying for our MBA. And you know, after business school, she went into marketing uh did, had a successful career in marketing but then we had our first son Cooper and when he was a, a few years old she got to the point and said is this really is this really what I'm built to be doing and she left her corporate marketing job she went and got a masters of spiritual psychology uh and now her ability to combine both the business acumen with the more sort of you know, heart-centered, soul-centered pursuit of what it is that's important. And by the way, along the way, she wrote a book um, about uh, redefining purpose um, and meaning in her life. So she's the one on the team who is tasked with uh, meeting with clients on the regular basis. And again, helping them get all of this stuff straight, quantified, and reflected back to them in a way that's useful both to them personally and, again, very importantly, very valuable to us as the financial planners uh, to incorporate that into their overall plan. Exactly. And the the outputs of the work that Allie does as the, as the life strategist become inputs for us as financial strategists. And it's, she has such a unique skill set that's just, it's just different than the skill set of even great financial advisors. So um, 
we love Allie and we're really grateful to, to have her as, <laughs> as our life strategist. And, and she's helped us pioneer and develop everything that, you know, that we've developed thus far. So she just plays a major role. And um, thanks for sharing that yeah. Mark about Allie. And, and in the, the next step in our process is to design your financial strategy, speaking of uh, inputs to the financial strategy. And so we do have to talk about the fact that we are a wealth management firm. And yes, we do sophisticated investment management and financial planning and tax planning and estate planning and insurance planning, all the typical areas of of, uh, of financial planning. Um, and we are a fee-only firm, by the way. So um, we advise on all these things, but don't get paid for selling any products. Always important to mention that. And also important to note, look, our clients are Gen X and Gen Y founders and C-suite entrepreneurs. So they have, even though we argue, and I think we're we're correct in doing so, that much of uh, financial planning is a commodity in 2023 and beyond, these, these pieces of financial planning are directly built and geared toward our founder C-suite entrepreneur clients. So investment management, it's portfolio design around an illiquid asset. Um, I'm just going to kind of rattle off some of the things that, but but the entire offering is specifically designed um, and customate, customized for um, the C-suite entrepreneur and, and or founder. Um, we help you calculate your walkaway number, liquidity management, because these folks typically have great lifestyles, but again, we're managing around illiquid assets. Um, gifting it becomes a major deal for pre-liquidity planning. There's all kinds of strategies involved with pre-liquidity estate planning, insurance planning um, in the form of funding buy-sell agreements and uh, and other aspects of a founder, business owner, C-suite entrepreneur that don't really apply to you know a large amount of the population of financial planning clients. So, um, so designing your financial strategy is, is uh, step three of the process, but I also should talk a little bit more about, and Mark, you mentioned it, that we're certified exit planning advisors. This is really a differentiator for us as well, which is that for our clients, we offer um, additional value adds and I'm going to read them um, uh, or share with them what they are. And that is a business insurance analysis, a business owner tax strategy analysis. We do continuity plan analysis for our founder clients. Um, we can assist with valuations. We do family governance and education for those clients who who need it. Again, our clients are typically building or have built a significant asset. So um, a lot of times there's significant wealth being built and family governments and education comes into play. By the way, I should mention that our life strategist is a great resource for that as well. And we offer exit planning services. So this is a suite of services specifically offered to our founder, C-suite entrepreneur clients, uh, again, that we've designed for them. So we have step two, develop your life strategy. Step three, design your financial strategy. And of course, step four, let's bring it all together and integrate the two. So integrate your financial strategy with your life strategy. And this is, I think, where the magic happens, right? You've designed a life strategy um, and now it's about integrating your financial strategy with your life strategy. We do a liabilities-driven financial structure design analysis that pulls your priorities that are um, that are an output of of life strategy into your financial plan. And these priorities drive everything all the way down to your specific asset allocation. So most of most of the industry, at least to my knowledge, 
um, does financial planning with a Monte Carlo analysis. So statistical probability analysis, which we found for specifically for our younger entrepreneur clients, isn't really very valuable. So we use a liabilities driven approach um, that really helps in a lot of ways uh, provide special and specific perspective to uh, a younger founder entrepreneur client. Um, and it's, it's, it's very specific. So we didn't, we're not just assigning percentages to, uh, to equities or fixed income. We're actually meticulously matching future spending with current and expected assets. Um, and we, we feel that our liabilities driven approach is a much more optimized, a much more, um, precise methodology for coming up with asset allocations for our clients. And, um, and, and at the end of the day, we are integrating short, medium, and long-term priorities and goals from life strategy into our clients' financial plans. And that's where we bring it all together. And that is uh, that plan is, is monitored and reviewed on an ongoing basis as everyone's life and businesses and relationships evolve. Yep. Yep. And then, uh, you know, the process, uh, as, as, any good process does <laughs> it it has a way of repeating itself so that we make sure we do it over and over step 5 repeat the process right it's an ongoing endeavor to keep yourself in the what is enough mindset so we repeat step number 1 we re-verify that's the way that we're thinking about it we're always developing your life strategy. You're changing, your relationships are changing, your career, your interest, your family, always changing. So too does your life strategy. Guess what? So does your financial strategy as a result of that. And finally, the way that those two come together in step four, integrating the financial strategy and the life strategy again and repeat the process. And that's really, you know, over the life cycle of a relationship with clients, we're always doing these things and they all tie together. And it's the, uh, if somebody's looking at us and trying to understand in a clear way, what is different. And we've hit on all of it in this conversation, but just to really underline it, first of all, having the clarity of a process like this, that not only we say, but then you can see us doing over and over. That's pretty different. Secondly, having the life strategy component, coming before the financial strategy component. That says a lot. That's a big statement, right? That's uh, acknowledging that the, guess what? The financial advisor might not be at the top of the pyramid and that's okay. Cause what we're really trying to do here is help people move towards happiness, fulfillment, et cetera. Um, and the other key piece on how we're different is as you talked about, Chris, all of these specific things we do for our ideal clients, these extra value ads that really are meaningful to a founder or a C-suite entrepreneur. I agree. And then the I think maybe the last bit of magic we'll talk about today on, on this episode is just the power of community. Yep. We're big believers in the power of community and... um from day one of, of five oceans. Um, and, uh, and as we've developed more and more and, and specifically delved into the world of serving founders and C-suite entrepreneurs, we have developed a community of like-minded folks and that community is powerful. So many ideas being shared, potential business partnerships being formed, um, value that, you know, both our clients and folks just in, in the community in general, bring to each other. And so, and that not, it, it's an important 
thing to us, so important that we take action steps to build this community. And we're excited about what it, uh, what it's going to, what it can turn into one day. And Mark, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about in this together, but this is just a sure. great example of, uh, of this community that we're building. Yeah, sure. So, um, once a month, uh, to Mescal Canyon in Palisades, uh, Pacific Palisades, we do a hike for, uh, LA founders and entrepreneurs. And, uh, it's about a 75 minute hike. Uh, and it's amazing because we get people at different stages of life, different stages of their, uh, entrepreneurial endeavors. And it's just people being real, trying to understand where the other people are coming from and how they can be helpful. And this mindset, this sort of, as we talk about this non-zero sum mindset, this ability to say, how can together we be better <laughs> um, is something that we bring into the way that Five Oceans works internally and externally. And yeah, we in this together is a, is a good example of that. We also did a, a great uh, full day event on a Saturday from what, like 10 in the morning till eight at night at the Porsche driving experience last year, where we had a number of speakers and obviously uh, guests got a chance to <laughs> drive some very fast cars. Um, and, you know, they had to kick us out of the, the restaurant at the end of the night because they people sure really, there's such a need to be able to speak with like-minded people about issues that you can't talk to everybody else about. So we, 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 that's central, as you said, to everything that we're doing, building that community and being a part, uh, a good steward of that ecosystem. And learning from each other, you know, another, another thing that I, I always try to keep in mind, I'm, I'm, we, I was saying I, but we, and any financial advisor is never going to be an expert on every single piece of, you know, financial advice that's going to touch an entrepreneur's life. Um, but we can be really great quarterbacks and be really familiar with what's going on in our clients' businesses and lives. And the learning from each other aspect of the community is is huge because at the end of the day, we're all learning together and there's always more things to learn. Um, and uh, and it's just really exciting. So um, with that, I think that was a good summary of uh, who our, our clients are and uh, and what we actually do for them. So Mark, why don't you bring us home? Yeah, I think uh I, I think you said it all there. It's we look forward in future episodes getting into a bunch of different topics. Uh and we're always open to additional ideas. Uh if you want to reach out and let us know what you'd like covered. But again, I think the the spirit of what we're trying to do is clear and we hope very much that we continue to connect with the kind of people that this resonates with and uh look forward to future opportunities to share ideas. Thank you for listening to the Five Oceans podcast. Click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit our website at www.fiveoceansadvisors.com or give us a call at 310-525-5155. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Five Oceans Advisors. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your individual planning.
None of the information provided is intended as investment, tax, accounting or legal advice, as an offer or solicitation of an offer to buy or sell, or as an endorsement of any company, security, fund, or other securities or non-securities offering. This information should not be relied upon for transacting securities or other investments. Under no circumstances shall Five Oceans Advisors be liable for any direct, indirect, special, or consequential damages that result from the use of, or the inability to use, the materials provided. In no event shall Five Oceans Advisors have any liability to you for damages, losses, and causes of action for accessing this commentary. Past performance is not indicative of future results.